0: hey guys i'm ryan i'm 28 that's pixel he's 34 we met three years ago at TwitchCon, and it was pretty cool and now we make this podcast where we just shoot the crap on random topics welcome to no content pixel how are you hey i'm doing good how about you i'm doing i'm doing all right i'm doing all right it's been uh it's gonna be a pretty hectic week my daughter starts back at school so Ooh. i got the 6:30 a.m wake up calls monday through friday which is gonna be rough so my like i don't know how i'm gonna stream and do everything
1: dude i remember those days how how miserable was that just like waking up 6 a.m every single day like the only like shining moment of my Mm -hmm. mornings was watching dragon ball z
0: dude i remember as a spry young buck i would like it was easy to get up early you know what i mean though like it was saturday morning i could get up for saturday morning cartoons and those started hella early but somehow you were able to do it and nowadays like i just i can't man it's it's hard but uh Yeah, um, you know that's what they say with streaming. I'm thinking about my stream too, but especially with streaming, that's why they say it's like you either sacrifice what is it, social life, or sleep. If you're a streamer, right? Like you either, yeah, you either just don't get sleep or you just don't have a social life and you don't hang out with people.
1: Wait, wasn't there a third thing, like
0: health? I think probably health is up there, I would assume, <laughs> maybe. Um, anyway, though, uh, before we get started, guys, with this episode, we have some pretty good topics uh, to cover, actually. Uh, just wanted to go through the usual array of announcements, as always. Uh, once again, depending on where you're listening to this, I know a majority of you guys are from Spotify and iTunes. We are also on pretty much every other podcast. Uh, Podcasting network out there. Google Play. We're on Google Home, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So you can check that out as well. You can check us out on Twitch, Twitch.tv/slash Ryan Kubo. If you're listening on audio or on YouTube, we do uh, record this live every Monday at 9:30 p.m. PST. Also, <laughs> should probably mention with that is because of the new arrangement and stuff like that and my daughter going back to school we are starting the podcast a bit later. We were able to start it a bit earlier because she wasn't at home, she was on vacation and like at her mom's and stuff like that. So we were able to record it around 8 8:30. Unfortunately, we won't be able to do that since her bedtime's around 9 and I just feel bad putting her to bed early <laughs> so we can record mm-hmm. early. So, just like yeah. you guys know, the podcast will be 9 9 to 9:30 p.m. PST is usually when we record. Uh, and then it will be uploaded. So that basically means for you guys on any of your podcasting sites, it will be up maybe like an hour to two hours later than initially is. So just, uh, keep that in mind. Um, Second of all, um, just wanted to remind you guys that we do have a Epic creator code, which is Ryan Kubo, R-Y-A-N-K-U-B-O in all caps. If you guys use that creator code on anything in the Epic Game Store, whether it be Unreal Engine properties, whether it be purchasing of games, whether it be uh, microtransactions in Fortnite or whatever it might be, uh, we I do get a portion of that and that will help to go to improving the podcast and stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, Pixel, any other announcements we got?
1: Well, you can always email us at nocontentpodcast at gmail.com. Send us your
0: stuff. We love to read it. It's so much fun. We love getting emails from you guys. Yeah, they're they're pretty good half the time. Oh, I also wanted to add, I don't think anyone does this, and I don't really care if you do or not, but it would be cool. If you guys could... um, I know that we link the podcast every single time on my Twitter, which is Ryan Kubo and pixel retweets it and we shout it out, but there is like a like or a favorite or subscribe button on like iTunes and all these podcasting sites. That would be really helpful if you guys hit that. Basically the more likes and subscribers we have not it, uh, the podcast gets bumped up in the search algorithm, apparently. So it's great that you guys listen, mm, cool. but if you guys haven't subscribed for some reason or haven't said you like the podcast for whatever reason, if you guys could do that, that would be great. It's just easier for people to find the podcast and stuff who are just generally coming through. Um. Anyway, um, I guess just to kind of start off the podcast, Um. Oh, well, actually, I guess just to start it off, anything interesting going on with you, Pixel, in your world, or same old, same old, or any exciting news this past week?
1: You know, it's pretty much the same old, same old. Oh, I am excited for this new game coming out. I just heard it was announced like a few hours ago, actually. Uh, Kerbal Space Program 2.
0: Wait, what? <laughs> really? Yeah, this oh, came out wow. of left field. Wow, that's actually breaking news. Hold on, yeah, let me like, look, look this up really quick. That's pretty dude, cool. The trailer is amazing. Wow. Yeah. Ten hours ago.
1: Yeah, wow, like, that's, it was. Um, that's pretty impressive. Totally totally out of left field i saw the trailer it's a throwback to a fan trailer that someone had made
0: like four or five years ago wow
1: and it like it's it's
0: fantastic i'm showing it on screen right now i have to meet the uh, unfortunately for the audio <laughs> listeners they're gonna miss out and we're not gonna be able to listen to it because of also copyright stuff but wow so they're making yeah. a second one when did the first
1: one come out like 2011 or something like oh, that oh wow 20-
0: is this game oh this is just a trailer so there's no gameplay footage or anything like that
1: no it's like pre alpha so like wow it it is really really early but right. somehow they're releasing next year sometime wow. so um yeah i guess they have a lot of stuff ready to go but um yeah it looks it looks pretty cool i mean i mean it's like a basically an updated crypto space program 1 mm-hmm. but now you have um interstellar travel you have uh, colonies. That multiplayer. You, build, like, I, you have multiplayer.
0: Wow, yes. Pog, it was pretty Dude,
1: cool. This is this is gonna be like Minecraft in space, but you can build like rockets and stuff.
0: Dude, every time someone says Minecraft in space, I get disappointed. Okay, because there has never been a good <laughs> space sim in, ever that's ever been created. Like, I'm sorry, like yeah, really, there has not true. been like a really solid one. Like, what's that one game that's supposed to come out? It's been in production for like 20 years. I feel like. Uh you're not talking about um Star Citizen, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking oh, about okay. Star Citizen. Yeah, that game's never come out, dude. <laughs> it's never coming out. That's pretty dope though. That's pretty dope. Yeah, I'm uh, excited. Yeah, man. I mean this looks like this is like the type of game that's up your alley for sure.
1: Yeah, like I just had a lot of fun building rockets and seeing like if they would actually take off. Right. But most of the time they would just end off end up blowing up or something like that with
0: mm-hmm. boosters flying every direction. It was great fun. The um the original one you can only like fly around the orbit of space or earth's atmosphere or something right from what i understand or
1: no you, you actually had an entire solar system okay, okay. so
0: you, you can you actually not only could you could land on those planets too
1: yeah yeah oh, okay, you okay. Could land on them. um I can't, I can't remember how many there were i think there were eight or nine okay. but like it was kind of like mimicking um our own solar system so you had um moons you had like a huge giant um planet that's like basically jupiter that was super hard to land on because of the gravity Mm. um but like you could um, land on the moon you can like do science and things like that right um it was uh it was a lot of fun it was actually really really stressful my first time landing on there
0: Mm. because of
1: like how difficult it is working controls with your keyboard
0: right right no i can i can imagine that's pretty cool um maybe i'll pick it up how much was the original
1: one uh, I got it for like fifteen dollars. I can't remember. I don't know what it is now.
0: That's pretty dope. I mean, those aren't my type of games, but I always liked like watching people play. Like I know a mm-hmm. couple of streamers have been playing it recently. It's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a lot of fun. Um, I I just love watching people build crazy things like giant mechs out of these mm-hmm. uh, rocket parts, and then just walking around the the spaceport with them. Like, I, I how do these people come up with these things?
0: Yeah, I don't know if some people... Like, what was that one game that came out? It was, like, with catapults. Catapults? Yeah, it was, like, medieval, and, like... It was called, like, DeSiege or something. Besiege, maybe? Besieged? It was, like, kind of like that, but it's the same concept, except you're given, like, a castle you have to invade, and then you're given, like, a limited supply of parts, and you have to make, like, catapults, or, like, these kind of, like, steampunk, like, um... Like, weaponry, artillery things... And i think i, I, I just, know what you're talking about i just made a catapult that catapulted itself <laughs> <like> into the <laughs> castle like i don't know it kind of looks like that uh which looks pretty cool but um okay okay uh anything else going on besides kerbal space program 2 that's pretty crazy that's out of nowhere like you said yeah yeah
1: um but other than that not much has been going on how about so,
0: you nah n- nothing much still playing pokemon go had a pretty good uh raid uh raid day on saturday which is pretty cool um got like four shinies which is pretty crazy nice. uh one of my friends who just started playing again got his got a shiny on his first day so that was pretty cool uh always cool to see that happen uh no nothing much um actually um a friend of the podcast and actually guest host of the podcast for one episode Eli actually moved away from us about 8 to 9 hours away so hung out with him on Friday just to say our goodbyes and stuff but he's planning to come back mm-hmm. um you know he moved for work for a job but he's mm-hmm. planning to come he's planning to come visit he has all his family down here so he's coming uh, planning to come visit maybe like every other month so mm-hmm. you know and we still have like discord and other apps to talk through I think that's like the greatest thing about like technology uh, nowadays mm-hmm. is being a ab- like being able to if you want to it's so much easier to keep in contact with
1: people. oh absolutely
0: Yeah, um, there's like so many different ways yeah there's so many like cool ways to do it and so i don't know i've always like really really appreciated that but i mean other than that like i had a dinner this weekend the pokemon go stuff i mean other than that not much just been trying to r- ramp up for the daughter's school get ready for that and yeah that's about it fun yeah man all right well uh, i guess moving on to kind of um our first i guess real topic of this podcast that we wanted to talk about which is actually spearheaded by an email that we got um so i think it's pretty appropriate um you know uh but the email is from a listener named bk at least that's what it says in my title in my title I don't know who BK is, but uh, it says from BK, and it says, Dear No Content, what do you guys think of YouTubers who compile clips and make highlight videos? I find them useful since there's no way I'd be able to watch all the streamers, but at the same time, they're taking other creators' content and profiting off of it. Um, I know there are some streamers like Jake and Bake Live and Angels Kimmy who have mentioned certain YouTube uh, compilators in a seemingly friendly friendly light even mentioning their youtube channels by name while others like disguised toast have warned against using clips hope i get a shout out and get to hear if pixel has any matches on grinder so basically (laughs) pixel have you got any matches on grinder i mean that's really what the core of the email is so did you get any matches on grinder yet or no
1: no, unfortunately, I have not. I don't because even think I Pixel has a
0: grinder. Yeah, I, I don't even think he has a grinder account. <laughs> so zero matches for Pixel. He struck out again. You know, but it's Wah-wah. fine. <laughs> Big old goose egg. Um, I think this is actually a really good. Uh, well, first of all, thanks BK for the email. Second of all, I think this is actually a really good topic to talk about. Um, it's something that is very prevalent. For anyone who doesn't really know, I'll kind of explain it really quick, and then we'll throw it over to Pixel. But for any of you guys who don't know, there is a lot of obvious. Obviously, streamers, you know, who have some very hilarious moments we've talked about on the podcast before where Pixel and I and even some of my friends and Pixel's friends, all they do is really link clips to everybody and their channels go, oh, look what this hilarious thing that happened on such and such stream. Um, there are YouTube channels, though, out there that will basically screen capture the, um, the, clip, the best clips of, let's say, the day or of the week or even of the month <laughs> and um, basically record them via OBS, really, and uh, download all of them and ed- compile them all into a 10 to 15-minute video and then slap ads on these videos mm-hmm. and profit off of them. Um I know i'll be honest for one i've watched these. I think a lot of people have watched these like YouTube compilation highlight videos. you know keep in mind as well what the email is saying is this is a third party doing it, so it's not like for example, Jake and Bake live is down, is telling his editor to download his clips and upload it to the official Jake and Bake live YouTube. There are you know various clip channels out there that are not associated with the streamer at all who are profiting okay. off of them and stuff, and so I guess the discussion is you know what we think about them personally. Um, Pixel. What what do you think of the whole situation? Or just we can expand this to copyright in general. But yeah.
1: Sure. Uh, I can talk about like the copyright and legal part of it. Um, Mm -hmm. A lot of people like to quote something called fair use when they're talking about these things. Mm -hmm. And fair use does not actually apply in these cases. Mm -hmm. Um, So fair use only applies in certain very specific instances where you're actually commenting and making a sort of like. uh, You know, expose statement. Yeah. yeah, you're making a statement about it, like, you know, you're watching it, like there's a reason why you need to explain what it is and show what you're actually like, you know, uh, borrowing. Mm-hmm. And so fair use only applies to very, very certain circumstances, and this is strictly like actually making money off of it. Um, right. as far as my personal beliefs on it, I don't think it's I don't think it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Like I know that they're providing like a service because who wants to dig through like a month's worth of clips to see like the best stuff, you know? Right. People want to see like a really easily digestible, you know, clip compilation, you know, people like that stuff. So they're providing a very valuable service. Right. Unfortunately they're not giving any of that, um, any of the proceeds to the person who actually created that content to begin with. Right. And I think that's really unfair, you know, that like Mm -hmm. this clip compiler, they wouldn't have the ability to create this this work unless they actually had the content creator, you know, making content to begin with. So mm-hmm. I think at the very least there needs to be that, an understanding between the two parties, like right just ask them permission, you know, can I do this? Can I post it on YouTube? Um, they say no, cool, don't do it. They yeah. say yes, yeah, go for it, you know, or maybe they'll come up with some sort of agreement like, "Hey, you know what? If you give me that video, I'll host it on my YouTube and then we'll split the proceeds. Right. Like Like
0: basically become their editor essentially. Yeah,
1: exactly. Like, you know, and so you can have like, you know, a tit for tat, you know, just, you know, you have an arrangement that works for both people. Right. And so I think that's totally like a, a valid, you know, way to go about it. So I mean, right. I don't think any of them have to go it alone and be like a complete third party. Like,
0: right i think the problem is is that most people like most people don't and and there's like a lot of like you know what i mean like the problem is is that like it's all about like getting your video up before everyone else's you know what i mean right and i like i do agree with you that i don't think it's right or whatever and i know that like tim the tatman man um has even has even been like you know we're tr- like tim the tap Man's like is my editor ryan here ryan are you here because we need to get this like battle pass season 10 reaction up before like the clip channels do because mm-hmm. um any yeah, i know even like tsm zero or tempo storm zero now uh super smash brothers player was complaining about it as well where he had like mm-hmm. three or four awesome matches and before his stream was even over they were already on a clip channel and or like uh it wasn't even a clip channel they literally just downloaded the matches like full matches Jeez. Uh, 10 minute matches and uploaded like four videos and they already had like a hundred K views. And it was like during his stream, you know what I mean? So there's some, that's the problem too. It's like, yeah, probably asking for permission is a better part, but these clip channels probably lose out on revenue from doing so. You know what I mean? Um, That's very true. I guess like, see, I don't really know much about copyright. I haven't really paid attention to it. I know that some copyright laws are just like really weird and arbitrary. Like it's very like strange to me. Like from my little understanding of copyright, it's like, if I say own like the Harry Potter book, And I technically like I technically don't own the Harry Potter book, but I own the copyright to read the Harry Potter book. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But if I were to give you that Harry Potter book, technically, I'm breaking copyright law because you don't own the book. Like I've heard things like cases and scenarios like that. I don't know if that's true, per se.
1: There's some weird gotchas, definitely. Yeah, like um, like listening
0: to music together.
1: Yes. So like music is a very clear one. So like if you purchase a song on iTunes or whatever and you listen to it, you're fine. But if you take that same song and play it at a party, you are no longer like, you know, acting legally.
0: Or like even in like a car with your friends because they might not own the song or something. It's really weird.
1: Exactly. Like you're playing, you're now broadcasting it to a larger party. And now that's no longer like covered under the same agreement you Mm. started off with. Right. So like it, people obviously don't care about that stuff. You know, like you bring music to a party, everybody's going to play it. You can't, you're not going to be like, no, 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 no this music is copy copyright i can't play
0: for you guys i'm sorry right um what i guess like my other question since you seem to know a bit more about copyright than i do um or a lot more (laughs) is um (laughs) what's so then what is up with these react channels is that considered fair use or is that still copyright and i think for anyone who doesn't know there's a a lot of channels up there where it's literally just like it's reacting to anything it's like you know let's say pixel and I have one. It's like pixel and I react to the new Kanye West music video. And it's like Mm -hmm. them just like pausing the video every five seconds to make comments or notes about it. Um, Video usually goes on longer than the actual video they're commentating on. Mm -hmm. And it's just them kind of like reacting to the video, like these react channels. I know even like XQC and I think he got the permission of the guy, but XQC actually uploads videos of him reacting to daily dose of internet. But I think the daily dose of internet guy said it was cool. So they have some type right. of agreement. But I mean, does that fall under fair use or is that technically still um, like not allowed? Cuz so, that's like adding commentary, I guess.
1: So my question is, are they showing the video on the screen the
0: entire time? Yes. For the and... most for the most part, yes, but at the same time it's edited in a way where it's like at the same time no. Does that make sense?
1: Um it's edited in a way like you're you're pausing it like every now and then. They're
0: pausing it maybe every 10 to 15 seconds doing about 15 to 30 seconds of commentary and then unpausing it like i'm saying like sometimes it's a five minute music video uh and it's like a 15 minute video of them reacting to it so it's like yeah the video Mm -hmm. is playing the whole time through but they are adding like 10 minutes of additional commentary plus right it's not just them just hitting play and just being like oh snaps this is pretty cool and not pausing it the whole time and just watching it you know so yeah
1: yeah so um technically that is not fair use So so the reason for that is because you're showing the entire content, you're not taking out any section. Um, So it's not commentating on like a specific portion, Mm -hmm. you know, for like educational reasons or whatever, Mm -hmm. you're commenting on the entire thing. That means you're showing all of that other person's content. Interesting. Um, And so when you do that, there is no need to see that other person's content, the original. And so fair use only um it only counts when you take like a small percentage of what you're grabbing from and you're commenting on that. So I don't know what the exact percentage is. I want to say it's like ten percent or so.
0: I see, okay. Um, Just sure throw it out there. We're not professionals here. <laughs> yeah. So
1: like if you take a movie, you're you're like a two hour movie, you can you can take like twenty minutes of that and do like a commentary on like the um, the artistic merits of like this right. shot or whatever. So can you that's take cool. twenty
0: minutes of it and react to it?
1: Yeah, you probably okay. do that.
0: Got it. I'm just making sure. Yeah, yeah. Because
1: like then you're creating new content on top of it, but like it's it's still like it's it's still fair use because you're only like taking a small chunk. You're not taking away from the original content. I see. You're not, oh. or, you're, or you're not preventing someone from seeing right. the original.
0: Now, what about these chant? So. It- i personally watch not watch a lot but i do you know dabble in the highlight channels as well um and watch them or whatever what about these channels that aren't specifically like one person so for example um there's a lot of channels out there like i'll just use my name as an example since i don't really know if any other streamers are affected by this personally but it's like i there are channels out there where it's like ryan kubo's top clips for july 2019 and it's literally just clips of me of all the clips in july that basically got trending right the big ones Mm -hmm. and then there's other clip channels where they take like maybe 15 plus uh youtube or twitch channels and compile all their clips together Mm -hmm. both of those wouldn't fall under fair use i'm assuming
1: is this just like a website that scrapes the twitch website for like the top well these are like
0: youtube these are just youtube channels that i'm sure that like you've watched and i've watched before or whatever but um Mm. before but i mean like is that fair use or not really like these youtube these youtube videos it's like a 10 minute compilation of like like 15 to 20 different streamers so so like let's say like i'm in like one of the clips for like five seconds could i Mm. technically farf let's like that's what i'm curious about is like let's say it's like 10 minutes long and it's clipping all of our friends right it's like you then me then somebody else and somebody else and somebody else somebody else could i dmca them or could that be considered fair use still or what because i feel like that's kind of this um yeah i feel like that's what's been happening is that they've been adding more and more streamers to make it harder for them to like get dmca'd or like
1: right Another another vital part of fair use mm-hmm. is that you have to have commentary on what okay. you're grabbing from. So if it's just a compilation with no like nobody talking about like what this play it, is so or, you're saying
0: it has to be audio
1: commentary. It doesn't have to be audio. It could be like some like it could cut away and have someone like sitting there and talking to it, but you have to add something to it that is entirely yours and then you have to actually like actually talk about what you're grabbing from
0: so you know so there's a couple of compilation channels that are pretty popular out there where they are taking like 15 streamers clips putting them into a 10 minute video but then they're they are they are editing it in a way to make the clip different you know zoom in effects pause Mm -hmm. effects like adding little memes in there text adding um i guess like um you know what the clip is about because some of the clips sometimes might be in the middle of something they're adding context to it mm-hmm. they're editing it zoom ins transitions yeah. um pod you know dramatic pauses funny little meme sounds would that be okay to then use as fair use or would that be something that's still like looked down upon
1: uh-huh. <clears throat> that gets into another realm of copyright i think you would look at something called derivative works okay Um, It's kind of like, you know, when an artist makes a remix of a song or something like that. Right. Um, Do they distort it enough that it becomes entirely their own? Mm. Or is the original still kind of there? Um, That is a little more subjective, I think. Okay. But um, I'm not really clear on the whole like subjective works copyright. But you do have to... um, you do have to give something back to the original content creator, I believe. You do have to have some sort of agreement with them.
0: Okay. Um, I think. So then, where do... I guess, like, I think I already know the answer to it, but just to, like, talk about it since we are on the platform, where does this all go with Twitch, then? With Twitch, you know, people playing video games on Twitch and stuff like that. I'm mm-hmm. assuming it's fair use, because they are adding constant commentary to it pretty much the whole time they're playing. hmm Would that be considered okay?
1: This is um, something that is rarely talked about, actually.
0: Yeah, I've always wondered that I because think... let's say we take someone. Oh, let's just use me. I don't want to call it any of the streamers. but let's say it's me. I'm playing a game. I'm talking through it. Oh, man, I should do this. Oh, man, that was hilarious. I'm talking the whole time. So we have that as example A, right? And I'm mm-hmm. streaming it on Twitch. But then let's say we have example B, guy playing. Let's say it's me again, but my mic's muted. I have no cam on, and I'm just playing the game. With no commentary, mm-hmm. and that's example B. Do yeah, does one this example A all of a sudden become fair use because of the commentary? Or an example B could technically be DMCA would because it's literally just me showing gameplay footage. Where does that end up? Do you, would you happen to know, or what your ideas would would it be?
1: You know, some companies have actually forbidden their games mm-hmm. from being streamed.
0: Yeah, personified because of yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, because of copyright issues. And you know, there is like some um legal grounding in that because like you know it's kind of like a movie like you're showing off the entire the entire content of a game right without actually purchasing it. So there is an argument for it. Right. Like it's weird. It's we're entering this weird um uncontested territory where no one has ever actually like raised this question. I feel
0: like before. we've been in this uncontested territory for a while though because YouTube kind of set the standards for this, right? I remember back in YouTube you mm-hmm. could not show any video game footage. And then they like kind of lessened that punishment. And then all of a sudden people are always showing video game footage, right? Like Let's Players for a while used to be the big thing. I think before Twitch became like really big, Mm -hmm. you know?
1: Yeah, I think um, it kind of got to the point, I feel, where there were so many people doing it that it just didn't make sense to go after all of them. I mean, remember when Nintendo went
0: after it? How well, that worked.
1: Yeah. And, you know, there has been, yeah that's true. There is been precedence and um, a lot of companies have gotten backlash for it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think a lot of companies are just kind of begrudgingly, you know, accepting that this is something that's going to happen with games.
0: Right. So kind of like the same concept of like, you know, you and your friends listening to the same song in the car, even though they don't necessarily like own the song or playing a song mm-hmm. at like a birthday party or a social event. It's kind yeah. of like, oh, OK, well, this is going to happen.
1: Yeah, and, you know, I think there might be a trend where developers might um, gear themselves more towards multiplayer games where they don't have to um, expose, like, the story mm-hmm. of the game. So, like, they may develop, you know, a game so that Twitch can make it a uh, more popular game, can can popularize it with the multiplayer, mm-hmm. and games might—or um, game companies might not make single-player games as much anymore because— um, It's just too easy to watch all of that content online without buying it.
0: Right. But, I mean, like, is there grounds? So, technically, in both the scenarios, there are grounds for it to be DMCA'd.
1: Technically, I think yes.
0: Regardless, even though if it's, like, full commentary.
1: Yeah. I mean, it goes back to that percentage thing. Like, how much of the game is showing.
0: Right. Um, So, if you're playing through the entire thing, then, yeah. Yeah. It's interesting to me because... um, yeah, for for me or whatever, like, um, I I think like Twitch and live streaming and YouTube definitely has like some really big like implications when it comes to this type of stuff. Like, where it, I think it does affect game development in some way. I don't know mm-hmm. if you I don't know if you personally have heard about like what Red Dead Redemption Two Online or the latest Black Ops game did, but um, no. Basically, when their multiplayer services went online, there was no way to pay to win, and so. They literally did not have pay-to-win functions in Red Dead Redemption and in Black Ops. There was, no, there was yeah. none of that. Or there was none of these thrifty cosmetics. But then mm-hmm. basically after about a two to three month period of the games being out, that's when they did start introducing pay-to-win mechanics um red dead redemption 2 has gotten that huge complaint now where there's huge pay to win mechanics in the game now but at launch the game had no pay to win mechanics so if you went to a live streamer stream he was just talking up the storm man rockstar did it right you can only grind for stuff there's no boost there's no way to pay to win stuff and then you know after you know everyone went out bought the game and now two to Mm three you know six months later the game's a very heavy pay to win um, hmm. black ops uh the latest one did the same thing as well where there was really no stupid cosmetics or pay to win aspects and then now all of a sudden there's four different battle passes and you have to pay five bucks if you want to change your optics uh sight color <laughs> um you know what i mean but that was not in the yeah. game when the game was launched and it's based in a couple of youtubers who review on the web like on youtube even took mm-hmm. down their reviews because they're like yeah this is really scummy because when i first reviewed the game you know i praised it for no pay to win features or mm-hmm. no scummy tactics and that video got a million views but now four to five months down the line it's all pay to win and that's what they were planning to do he like this is what this youtuber thought they were planning to do right if you can't can't review it if it's not in the game just wait until the hype of the game dies down and then add it you know what i mean
1: yeah that's interesting so
0: it, it is pretty interesting
1: um yeah it's uh, not very um nice behavior it's definitely like it borderline is pretty scummy and i i wouldn't even say bait and switch right that's getting that's getting into weird territory but yeah
0: yeah um you know getting into kind of on the same topic of uh, this email as well um i you know it was announced that uh today or whatever this kind of came back into um you know kind of the forefront or whatever but there's a smaller streamer um named, uh named uh his twitter handle is at the real darion i believe his name is darion he has an affiliate stream twitch.tv slash the real darion and um he tweeted today about six hours ago he said well not uh he said well not gonna get partnered now just got banned for playing little uzi last night on stream Apparently last night he was streaming to about mm, I want to say you know anywhere between 500 to a thousand people, and he got banned for 24 hours in the middle of his stream because he was um, just in the background, uh, very mm-hmm. faintly playing a song from the artist Little Uzi, uh, who's mm-hmm. I guess a rapper, and uh, got DMCA'd and the record company DMCA'd him, and mm. uh, he was banned for 24 hours. Um, if you guys don't recall, in January of this year, Poke Lols actually got the same thing and i personally actually got warned as well for playing maroon 5 i didn't even realize it was maroon 5 song um mm. i had for me personally i have um like a remix techno monster cat type of remix thing that plays in the background of my stream sometime and i guess they remixed a sample of maroon 5 and i actually got my vod deleted and i got temporarily banned for 12 hours i believe at the time uh poke hmm. laws got a 48 or 24 hour ban and then it went to a week ban he did maroon 5 first and i believe he did a little uzi as well got a seven day ban for that and then he was warned his next band would be perma which oh. which is pr- which is pretty scary to to think about or whatever um so, uh, I don't know. I just kind of wanted to talk about that. Like, uh, I think mm-hmm. I personally I get it. Record companies can do it. I just think mm-hmm. it's a little ridiculous, in my opinion. Um, yeah. It's just like one of those things where, like, ninety nine percent of the time, I can't tell what song's playing in the background of a stream. And if I can tell, I don't really care. For me personally, I feel like stream music that's played on a sh- dur- on a stream, especially during a gameplay stream, mm-hmm. is just more for the streamer than it mm-hmm. is for the audience if that makes sense you know what i mean yeah um yeah. but i mean i know it's technically it's legal <laughs> you know what i mean uh that they can dmca on uh, that type of stuff um but well you know what do you what do you think about it
1: Pixel? yeah i mean it's it kind of it, it goes back to something that i usually say um just because you can do something mm-hmm. doesn't mean that you should and and I mean this about companies DMCAing a uh, streamer
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, just because they have the legal grounds to doesn't mean that they should. Right. Um, I think it's a I think it's a bad move. Yes. Technically, sure. You know, you could say that he is he should not have been doing that. It was in the background. Was it was it like someone else playing it like, you know, out of a car or something? Or? No,
0: I mean, he was at his desktop playing a vi- playing a video game and. Okay. Listening, you know, the music was playing in the background or whatever, and he was just kind of playing a video game, kind of chilling out. But it wasn't like mm. he was doing like a listening party or something like that, you know?
1: Sure, yeah. Um. I mean... He was talking over
0: thing. it, the game was going over it, etc., you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. I think, you know... I'm going to say, like, music labels... I, this, is, this is definitely not a hot take or anything like that. <laughs> but, but music labels are notorious mm. for just crushing people with like copyright claims and stuff like that. It doesn't matter who right. you are. They'll go after you and just try and stomp that out. And sometimes it might not even be up to the artist. It might be just the label that, that you know, goes around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For and, sure, for sure. It's um, the label. Channel. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Just a side
0: note here, by the way, both these songs were from Atlantic Records. So is Atlantic mm-hmm. Records doing this? Anyway, yeah, continue. call them out. Yeah, <laughs> uh, But but like,
1: I think it builds a lot of hatred towards record labels, and in this kind of cancel culture that we have, mm-hmm. I think it does a record label more harm than good. Mm-hmm. So I want to say that record labels should probably take note of what's going on here. And I don't know. I don't know if I don't think they should go as far as like the whole YouTube, um, how they do demonetizing and how they like transfer like um, ad views to like whoever holds the copyright. Right. But I think there needs to be like some sort of middle ground that needs to be worked out here. Yeah. Because, yeah, just like absolutely DMCA and crushing your competition or competition, quote unquote, right, is is not the way to go here
0: right it will be interesting to see as twitch grows too how this you know how this shapes up or whatever but i do find it a little ridiculous now I, to be fair if it was a streamer or myself and it's like hey guys we're doing a listening party to the new maroon 5 album or something like that i'm gonna mute my mic not say anything and we're just kind of, kind of vibe out and chill out to the album i'm streaming it for the next you know, hour, you know, a couple Mm of times so you guys can listen to it. Yeah, then okay, maybe we have some grounds for it. You know what I mean? But if Mm -hmm. we're doing even this where you and I are talking, we're recording a podcast, we're streaming a podcast and there's some music in the background just there to kind of have ambiance or whatever, I think that's kind of ridiculous that they would actually DMCA that. You know what I mean? Like I doubt we, you could even hear the music in the background very clearly or very yeah, well. Yeah. You know, but um, just kind of side note, just want to read Poke uh, Poke yeah. Laws at Poke Laws uh, tweet out. He said, "Okay, this was back January seventeenth, twenty nineteen. Poke said, okay, so I have two DMCA strikes now. I got one for the song Four Twenty in London. Twitch told me one more, one more DMCA strike in the next thirty days, and my channel is gone. The F, I'm yeah. stressed the F out. Uh, luckily, he obviously isn't banned for that, but it's very interesting to see." Um, yeah, you know if this type of stuff happen or whatever, and and it's interesting so, too because Twitch already has the VOD auto VOD mute, um as well. Huh. It's It's yeah, just yeah. interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah, know. like yeah, yeah.
1: It, it, you have this worked out where you know VODs can be just muted, mm-hmm. but that's not enough. They have the DMCA too, like that's kind of ridiculous. Right. Um. But yeah, like um, back you know when I was in college, I actually had to create a short film for a thesis. And a lot mm-hmm. of us were looking at licensing music okay. for our um, films, um, and you know, I guess you could say the same for like you know Twitch streams too. Like you could actually probably license. Um, I mean, there are like
0: there are and, like uh, just side note. There is a, a streamer package via Monster Cat where you can pay yeah. five dollars <throat> a month and you will get a bunch of music for free. There's also mm-hmm. a sp- that that won't mute your VODs or DMCU. There's also a spotify playlist which has a pathetic like 200 songs huh. in it or something like that that twitch also approves but it's pretty it's pretty dumb Yeah. Um, anyway yeah. sorry continue but oh,
1: yeah. um what was i saying uh a
0: couple years ago in college yeah a
1: yeah. couple years in college like i had to look for uh music for my short film and a lot of uh, my classmates were actually looking into this too and you would not believe how archaic this system <laughs> is to like actually go through the process of licensing music, mm-hmm. like you had to contact the record label and actually um, figure out and estimate how many people would actually see your video. So you had to give them a figure, like, okay, you know, I think about twenty thousand people will see this video, and they would shoot back a, back a figure, um, how much they think the license should cost. Right.
0: And Could you barter on that license or no? My probably. License fee- It
1: depends on like how big that label is or how big that group is. Like I paid 25 bucks for mine, Mm. but um, I know a a classmate of mine paid like 800. So like it it varies And and she got like a much um, more well known artist. Mm. Um, So. Things like this, like, can you imagine?
0: Yeah,
1: getting licenses for songs throughout the entire stream. We're talking about eight hours of content, four minutes of song. You're talking about, like, maybe, God, like, and just imagine how many people you're reaching yeah. per hour,
0: yeah, total views
1: per stream. You're talking about hundreds of thousands of dollars in licensing fees yeah. if you were to actually go the legal route and license music for a stream.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think record labels are that stupid where they're going to DMCA all of Twitch, but, I mean, they, really well, they very well could and literally just shut down the whole platform they, in that They sense, literally but,
1: could. But they could just do a stupid. hostile
0: takeover. Yeah, and I just don't like, that dumb though. Yeah. But um kind of side kinda of side note, I know that um the email also kinda of mentioned disguised toast in here or whatever and kinda of wanted to talk about uh that that point or whatever. Um, let me pull up the email here uh, really quickly. But I do know that Toast has been very like adamant about not allowing these clip channels to have power or whatever. Uh, you know, it does say at the end here. Uh, While others like Disguise Toast have warned against using clips, uh, he actually talked about this briefly on a podcast that he was on. Uh, maybe I don't know, very early on on a podcast. Um, but he actually said that he actually uh, is uh, go. He actually went through a third party agency to dmca all the clips but he whitelisted i think about i think he said maybe about 15 to 20 clip channels um where he allowed those uh youtubers to utilize his clips so for him he was allowed to uh so he gave it to about 15 to 20 uh, YouTube channels to be able to allow those to be whitelisted. But then beyond that, I think he said that he DMCA'd pretty much everything else where these clip channels aren't allowed. I believe the reason why he did it is from what he said, and it kind of makes sense in my opinion, is mm-hmm. because there was a lot of clip channels back in the day and even probably currently that are kind of channels that are literally created about his relationship with his girlfriend and I think we're taking clips that were happening on both of their perspective streams and kind of taking them out of context to make them seem like they got in a fight or make them seem lewd. We kind of talked about this last week on the episode as Mm -hmm. well, where, you know, we see a lot, you know, a lot of the shipping culture actually comes from YouTube and not necessarily Twitch. You know, we've talked about this before, but it's like a lot of people who got into the toast stuff. They were actually from like YouTube. I know that there's other prominent streamers as well, and they did some, you know sub and fan interviews as well and when asked like hello how did you find my channel i was like oh i actually found you from like a youtube compilation about couples on twitch that's how i found you like a majority of people and stuff and apparently people like toast and stuff have said on stream and stuff that a lot of external views around that time with his girlfriend came from like youtube stuff like hmm. that so i believe that's also the reason why he kind of DMCA'd a lot of his clips is because of that type that issue um yeah yeah because that's yeah.
1: not just that's not just like a copyright issue. That's actually like you're getting into the realm of like defamation. Right. If you're, if you're altering the clips and adjusting the situation that makes you lo- and it makes you look bad, right. that is, is an entirely different thing. That's actually, actually ruining your reputation.
0: Yeah. Um, but I mean, for me personally, I know we've gotten like a lot of information on of pixel, which is great. Cause I'm not a pro at this topic at all. I mean, I personally <laughs> watch these clip uh, channels, uh, not a lot to be honest. Like I said, a lot of the times, uh, for me, these clips are being shared by my friends in a group chat or something like that. We kind of all have a group chat, like we've mentioned before, where we just kind of share clips with one another of streams that we watch and stuff. So I usually don't watch these YouTube clip channels or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But, I, you know, I have. It's not like I have never or whatever. But, um, you know, to me, for me personally, I'm just not a YouTube guy. I feel like a lot of YouTube, and unfortunately, this is just how it works because of the way Adpocalypse is or whatever. Um, sure, it's very yeah. clickbaity a lot mm-hmm. of the thumbnails and the titles are super clickbaity. And then it's really the clip you're looking for. is like one second longer or something like that. So it's technically <laughs> not a lie, but I mean, unfortunately clip baiting works, you know what yeah, I mean? It does. It's always worked in, you know, traditional media as well, like in news headlines or breaking news or anything like that. So, I mean, it works on YouTube mm-hmm. as well. Shocker. Um, yeah. You know, I, I believe I read an article or whatever, where it was like the reason why clip bait, like click baiting works or like, you know how there's like Buzzfeed articles where it's like, top 25 things like you'd never guess are like top 25 ways ice cream is made you would never guess number 10 like those type of like you know (laughs) articles apparently it does work on your psychosis they said they did a a study on this but apparently it does um make it tricks your it tricks you into thinking like oh i'm gonna know something that no one else will know and i can kind of brag or show off to my friends that i know this little tidbit of information
1: yeah, and you know it's um, the no. same thing with those. Um, have you ever seen those life hack videos where they show you like <laughs> yes. a quick like fifteen seconds of how to do this? Like, and no one knows. No one. Um,
0: yeah, yeah, I actually learned how like, to check a beer from one of those.
1: Yeah, yeah. like or you, like you cook a, 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 a <laughs> cookie with the bottom of a cast iron pan. Yeah, it's and like, like oh, cool. you do it in fifteen seconds, but you just end up with a really gross looking cookie that's probably not safe to eat.
0: <laughs> yeah, but you know, life hack dog.
1: Yeah, yeah, and you know, all of those videos are completely fake. Hold on, the chugging
0: beer one actually worked. If you guys put bendy straws into your beer, like, if you get a glass bottle, guys, it has to be glass bottle, I believe, and then you put bendy straws in it, and then you bend the straws, you know, the bendy part outward on the outside of the glass, and then you, you know, chug the beer or whatever, it allows the air to escape faster through the straw, which makes it so that the beer goes down faster and causes less air to get into your throat and stuff like that and that's why it's easier to chug a beer so if you guys ever need to chug a beer there you go it actually is way easier we tried it it's actually crazy because huh. what stops you is the gulping of the air but you know what i mean like there's less of it yeah. so you can actually drink it faster anyway sorry
1: Life fact uh, yeah <laughs> yeah like i just i just watched one like the other day um about cooking a chicken inside of a watermelon <laughs>
0: have you seen this one no link it to me thing. later i link it to me later it has to be like a parody dude there's no way that's <laughs> real
1: I, you know, like i swear <laughs> you this is real someone put a chicken inside a watermelon mm. like a scooped out the watermelon they put the chicken in there they covered it with barbecue sauce and they put it in the oven and it comes out this like golden brown and i'm like no it does not
0: do that <laughs> first <laughs> of all you guys like perfect it's not like yeah crusty like, at all
1: yeah, exactly. It's like a perfectly round watermelon out of the <laughs> oven. Nothing's happened to it, but this like perfectly cooked chicken is inside. I'm oh, like, no, okay. no, you don't know how science works. Uh-uh, no, no.
0: That that has to be a parody video. <laughs> There's no way that's true. But you know, it does
1: something to people's psyches. Yeah. People watch these things and they're like, oh my god, that's amazing. I know something that someone else doesn't.
0: Uh, it actually and, works. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, but okay. Anyway, I think we're kind of getting a little off topic, but that's really interesting. To be fair, but uh, <laughs> I, I guess thank you to BK for that question. I, it was really interesting. I think we've talked about that a couple times, but you know, me personally, I don't really use them only because I have a network of systems for people to use. I do find the use, I do find them useful and stuff yeah. like that. And I think it really just comes down to, in my opinion. You know what the content creator wants to do with it obviously some content creators are cool with it and they're okay with yeah. it because it gets their name out there some you know yeah. aren't and you know don't want that type of stuff out there or want to make revenue from it as well um i i believe some of the bigger clip uh, compilation channels actually um aren't even making that much money they're actually a lot of the clips are going to um the content creators actually um yeah. from what i understand but yeah i i mean I per- that's kind of my personal take on it. Um, any last thoughts, Pixel, before we kind of move on to I guess the next the next topic? Yeah,
1: I mean like um, if a content creator wants to work with them, I think that's probably best because working with them, getting like half of the proceeds probably better than getting none of the proceeds. So I think yeah. it's better just to like just hire the clip uh, con- like the clippers and just like you know just work together.
0: Yeah. So you heard it here first, picks. Or you heard it here first from us. Uh, <laughs> if you guys want to make it big on, uh, you know, if you guys want to make it big in life or whatever, what you need to do is you need to go uh, steal someone's content, download the clips, make a really sick <laughs> video, and then from there, you know, you ask the people like, "Hey, sorry, I didn't know. Can I be your editor?" Then you get hired full time. That's what is basically endorsing right now.
1: Yes, and remember to do a wipe <laughs> transition. Shh.
0: Yeah, 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 Wipe trans yeah. Wipe, transition. wipe transition. Also, also, you have to start every video with like a fake punching sound to the camera. And then it's <laughs> and then like, you know the stupid ones where they punch the camera, they like put their hand on, they're like, whoosh, hey guys, what's up? Yes. And then they do that. It has to start with that as well. Um that would be yes. great. Or whatever. Um <laughs> and that would help out a lot. Um, but okay. Uh All thank right. you again to BK for that email. Really appreciate it though. Um I just thought it would be something good to start the start off with our first disc or i guess second discussion with instead of saving it until the end or whatever um next up is an article linked by uh dexteria art was how yeah, written Dexter-to? dex dexerto.com I have, no to I, have, this. I have no idea how to pronounce this either but i'm just gonna kind of read this uh, article really quick but twitch uh twitch plans launch of new site white site-wide currency to rival Mixer. Twitch is reportedly working on their own currency site, or site currency, and is already inviting some streamers to sign up for the incoming feature called Challenge Points. It looks like the uh, internet's most popular streaming platform, blah, 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 blah. Um, Mixer audiences can earn sparks by streaming or viewing broadcasts and can be spent for a myriad of accidents, such as enabling interactive games, creating teams on the platform, and much more. Apparently, emails went out uh, on August 17th, according to a Twitter post by Twitch partner Loco, uh, he showed a screen grab of a message to streamers notifying them of the upcoming channel points. Um, so, I guess before we kind of really dive into this or whatever. Um, You know, if you guys haven't really dabbled in Mixer, the site that Ninja has moved over to, et cetera, et cetera, um, they have some pretty interesting features that can be kind of confusing, but some features that I really personally enjoy within the website itself. Um, One of those features is a site-wide currency, which they end up dubbing called Sparks. Uh, this it is a site-wide currency. Think of this when you go into a Twitch streamer's broadcast and they have their own currency that you can gamble points on or whatever. Um, but you earn sparks by uh, each minute you watch, or uh, each minute you watch, you earn sparks. If you talk in the chat, you earn sparks, and uh, it's or if you follow or if you do anything else, you earn sparks as well. So I thought that was pretty interesting. It's globally within the website itself. Um, it's also kind of the reason why you see these channels that are 24 7 on mixer like monster cat radio have a ton of <laughs> these because i think people just afk and then these yeah. sparks can be used in streamers channels with their interactive overlays or with their interactive twitch uh, i guess panels right like, kind of like twitch panels to spend these sparks on doing stuff like for example um, there's people who make it so it's a thousand sparks to get their instagram or discord or twitter or youtube etc cetera, etc cetera. Uh, Another thing that they also have as well that a lot of people don't know about is they have a thing called hearts and hearts are just viewer badges. Every stream has its own heart uh, level and you can level those up as well by watching, chatting, following, subscribing, gifting subs, etc, 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 which I think is pretty cool too. That means that if you're a lurker and you've just been lurking for a really long time, you can actually have a high viewer badge, even though you don't sub or donate or whatever, but still get some recognition Mm -hmm. and appreciation from the streamer as well. Yeah, that's Um, kind of interesting. Definitely. So, I mean, Pixel, what do you think about this? Do you think that this is cool? Do you think that this is just going to cause more frustration on Twitch? Do you think that this, who cares? (laughs) I mean, you know, I'm kind of leaning, I'm personally am kind of leaning towards the who cares. I don't really care. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, I so here's my personal thought. I think currency bots are a little gimmicky, and I think all they they do is spam the chat with unnecessary stuff. I go to some large streamer, some medium sized streamer, and they have like games that you can play where you can gamble all, or gamble a thousand mm-hmm. points, or duel someone for points, and it just fills up the chat with these like stream element night nightbot commands mm-hmm. that are just filling up the chat and really hard, really annoying to me. Yeah. So I don't really care about these chat bots. Uh, update to this article as well apparently there's a way to opt out for the currency bot as well so there Mm -hmm. is a way where you can just say it's good so keep in mind guys this is going to be site-wide on twitch so any stream is going to have this new currency bot enabled in it apparently you will be able to opt out of it as well um there's also no way to know Uh, but on mixer for example if you watch a stream that has either just started has under a certain amount of viewers which they consider a low viewership or is a brand new streamer to the platform apparently you earn double currency points that's on mixer at least so it kind of encourages people to check out new streams instead of streams they've already been in apparently if you watch streams that you're already like subbed and all that and followed to and you want the you know mixer kind of knows the algorithm of you know who you watch the most apparently you will earn less spark points on their site or Mm -hmm. you'll just earn like a base amount or something like that so you'll actually earn more for watching streamers you haven't watched as much or new streamers or low viewer count streamers to kind of incentivize people to get more points and to bump the viewership up what do you think about this whole currency thing pixel
1: um you know i think that's a really good idea that mixer had which um The one about giving double Mm points to um, people who watch low, um, low viewer streams. Mm -hmm. I think that's a great way to actually encourage people to, you know, surf on Twitch. Yeah, I think that's actually a really great way to um, just get people to watch other channels and the ones that you just follow or subscribe to. Right. Um, So it could be really cool. The thing that I'm most afraid of is adding more of those badges and flares and stuff to your chat, because I think it's already cluttered enough. Um, you know, I look at Mixer and I see all these different things like all these Yeah, like you said, the hearts and like the the viewer levels and things like that. I think it's actually too much. I think it's 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 completely overkill. And I think it probably takes away from the experience when you have all these things going on in chat. Like I watch a mixer stream and there's stuff going on on the screen all the time. So I don't want these points going towards something that takes away from a viewing experience.
0: I mean, yeah, that's, that's... the fortunately that's fortunately or unfortunately that's going to be in the hands of the streamer, right? Yeah. Uh, i I totally, I totally agree, though. Uh, that that's uh, you know, that's going to be the issue when it comes to this. Is like how much of the stream, like how much the streamer is going to implement these type of things or whatever. Uh, which yeah. is you know could be super distracting and super annoying. I totally agree with yeah. you on that for sure. It's,
1: especially. Yeah, I I will agree with you about um those currency bots that are currently on Twitch. I think they're kind of gimmicky, especially the um the gambling ones. Yeah, like I think they take away from a stream so much because you're basically just flooding chat with you interacting with bot and bot interacts with, back with you. And if you're doing that during a stream, it's kind of like someone's trying to have a conversation, and you're just like you know you're on your phone or something like that. Yeah. That's kind of like how I see it because you're you're not in the moment you're just kind of removed from it and you're doing something else in front of like someone else right and it's just it's it's not a good thing to have
0: mhm
1: maybe like for offline chat but nah
0: right uh, you know i think another thing for me is that um um, you know, what I'm curious about, and I guess this is kind of going on to another topic, but I don't know if you've seen the controversies lately, but what's been happening, um, I guess kind of, because like there's really nothing else to talk about the currency bots, so I kind of wanted to kind of go over to this. But one of the first things I saw, thought of when I was actually linked this article by Pixel is kind of rolled my eyes with it and then really thought about it and said, oh, no, here we go again, inflated viewership. Uh, I think that this could really cause just inflated numbers on the streaming platform. So if you guys don't know, um, and uh, you know, I would highly recommend you guys to look up this video. But there's actually a video by um, Devin Nash. He is a fellow Twitch streamer. I know we've been dropping so many names this podcast, but uh, <laughs> De- his name is Devin Nash. He was actually the ex CEO of CLG, and now he's actually the uh, current CEO of Nerd Fusion. Uh, and, you know, so he's ran a couple of businesses and stuff like that. But, um, you know, he was actually saying that, you know, view, view botting is actually really not that popular anymore. Um, he was looking at algorithms and he's been in the Twitch game for a while. But the big mm. thing that's been happening a lot is uh, embedding streams. That's been the mm. really big thing. And he's actually said that he's found multiple websites where tech where you could pay a sum of money, let's say, 50 to 60 dollars a month and they will embed your stream on their website in kind of a 10 by 10 pixel video that auto plays with the volume at 1% and you and so think about that on a website um, other websites already do this legally i think a lot of you guys know about this but if you go to any type of wiki site like maple story 2 wiki or dead by daylight wiki they mm-hmm. will always have streams auto playing on their site with mm. very very minimal one percent volume i've even seen this on hearthstone sites where i get some of my hearthstone decks there'll be hearthstone streamers there and technically everyone who views that web page is now considered a view because the twitch stream is embedded into the website um which i think is just interesting. super super interesting um i mean yeah so that's kind of mm. inflating viewership by a ton yeah. um, I think that um, I think even like uh, Wowhead like MMORPG, some of these big sites they do it as well um, you know I, I know I personally have been approached by a couple of websites where they're like hey if you want to stream our game we can actually put put your channel on the front page and you're guaranteed maybe a boost of 1500 1600 views. So some hmm. of these channels where you see people and you know they have a lot of viewers, but no one's really talking in the streams, but they say, "Hey, I'm a so-and-so partner. Or, I'm this game partner." It most likely means, actually, from according to Devin Nash, that um, you know the their Twitch page is probably embedded on that wiki site or on right. that big fan site or even on you know even on the actual official website. No mm-hmm. whatever, and that's kind of inflating inflating views across the board right, for a right. lot for a lot of streamers or whatever um i um so yeah, um I'm just like I'm wondering if this currency bot will do the same thing with my channel or with other people's channels as well, because like yeah, I, great I could use the, I could use the viewers. that's great if you guys want to check out my channel, that's great, but at the same time, I almost want the viewers to come to me because. Of me, and not because, oh man, I should check out this guy's stream because he's under a certain amount of viewers. You know what I mean? Um, because one of the issues is with Mixer is let's say the it's a low streamer there is let's say ten viewers. All of a sudden, a streamer gets ten viewers. It's like, all right, this is awesome. Hey, what's up, guys? How's it going? No one's talking. Mm-hmm. They're just AFK oh. lurking to get extra sparks. Then all of a sudden that viewership number jumps to 11. All of a sudden, they're not considered on Mixer, they're not considered a small streamer. So those 10 people that were in your channel lurking or chatting to you, they will now no longer get that four times currency and mm-hmm. then all of them leave i've seen this happen multiple times personally to friends who have streamed on mixer they tell me this happens mm-hmm. a lot where they'll get 10 viewers and then 11 or 12 13 14 viewers will come in and then all of a sudden their viewership instantly drops back to two three four and then it goes up to mm-hmm. 10 and then it goes above that thing where it's below 14 uh four, you know 10 viewer or whatever the minimum is mm-hmm. and then boom reset boom reset all throughout their stream that continually happens and uh, like yeah. I didn't know about the viewership at the currency bond. I was like, "Dude, are you being bought? Like, view bought He's like, "No, this is what always mm. happens because of these currency, this global currency bond thing." Wow. So I think you know it'll be interesting to see what happens with the fluctuations. I don't know what your thoughts on that yeah. are.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of wondering if there, there's a way to get around that sort of gaming of the system, because, I mean, there's there are uses for embedding, like. Mm-hmm. You could embed it onto a website that is, you know, legitimate, you know, like um, like Hearthstone wiki or something like that, that can show like players that are currently playing a certain deck or whatever. There are legitimate uses. Yeah. But people are just gaming the system. And I'm kind of wondering, like, is there a way to defeat these bots um, that are just like going from channel to channel, finding the lowest viewer possible? Like, is there a way for um, the browser or the app to understand whether you are AFK or not? right can it detect mouse clicks can it detect mouse movement Mm -hmm. um and maybe there's a way to um just uh weed out the bots in that way maybe just like not count them as a viewer if they're afk for something like that
0: yeah but i mean the thing is like in the title of the video we just linked it in our twitch chat um is uh, called how legal view bots thrive on Twitch, right? I mean, mm-hmm. Twitch wants this to be a thing. You know what I mean? Because you're just all you're doing is you know I c- I can embed my own stream on any website that I want to. Right. Same with you. Same with anyone else. So well, you know what Twitch like? I don't think Twitch has a reason to not do this right because it is technically legal view botting right they want their big streamers to be they they want there's a benefit to having say you're playing apex legends to 10k people there's a you know there's Mm -hmm. a good reason to embed the stream on the apex legends website or in the apex legends wiki to people who don't necessarily watch streams or twitch streams in general you know Mm -hmm. what i mean to then be like oh snaps twitch i want to go to there wow this guy has 30k views and not really realize what's happening with the viewership it makes the streamer feel good etc etc so i don't know if there really is an incentive to, like, change that algorithm up, you know?
1: Yeah, because, like, um, that's a good point because, it's like, if you look at look at this from Twitch's side, are they really losing anything? Right. And what do they have to gain? You know, if there's more eyeballs on streams, that means more ad revenue, you know?
0: Exactly, yeah, exactly.
1: And so I think that, that like, from uh, a few years back, uh, the CEO of Twitch said that, that was going to be twitch's uh future was to somehow drive up drive up uh ad revenue
0: and that, finding out more ways to, that, to deliver that uh, that video was actually from december of 2018 by the way oh really okay yeah so it hasn't even been a year which is scary to think about but it's i mean yeah if the so streamer long. were to run an ad they all of a sudden are running an ad to everyone on twitch and anywhere else that we- that that ad is being inventive that is very lucrative for mm-hmm. you know advertisers to see that and be like whoa what you know because youtube videos no who embeds a youtube video anywhere anywhere barely anywhere unless it's a personal blog or something like that but with twitch streams you sure, can do sure. it almost anywhere there would be oh, that yeah. incentive or whatever but i'm in it also it also makes money for the websites itself like i said i've been approached personally by a couple of games won't mention the games uh, at all mm-hmm. but they were saying that they could embed me on their website as long as i as long as i played their game this many times it would get them You know, it could potentially get me, you know, a couple of hundred to a couple thousand viewers on the stream. And obviously that bumps up the viewership of the game on Twitch. They mentioned Mm -hmm. to me it's legal and how it's legal and showed me how it's legal. I did my own research. It's legal. I just decided not to go with it. But then there Mm -hmm. are also sites that we know of who are also selling spots and kind of, but not really selling spots, but being like, hey, you can pay us and become a featured content creator. And here are your benefits. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's a partnership and it's kind of, it's kind of shady. Yeah,
1: you know totally. In,
0: in that type of sense or whatever.
1: Yeah. It's like this gray area where I don't really know the right answer. It feels wrong, but I, I can see a lot of people benefiting from it. It like, it seems like it benefits everybody. It's kind of weird, especially when you talk about like the advertisers, you talk about Twitch and yourself. Mm hmm. The advertisers, they get more views. Well, I mean, like it potentially because, you know, it bumps you up in the Twitch categories. Right. Twitch makes more money because of ad revenue. You you get more out of it because of more viewership, possibly from all of the extra, you know, um, from, from being up in the Twitch categories. So it seems like everybody benefits, but from this really weird sort of gray area.
0: Right. Way. Right. And
1: yeah. I don't know how to feel about it
0: yeah it's weird you know in this video you know he kind of just says you know legal view bonding embed a stream on autoplay with audio at one percent or lower on a website every person hits that stream counts as a viewer and also counts as an ad play Uh, most people who are going to gaming websites usually have a twitch account you know what i mean Mm -hmm. Uh, if not they click and can create a, a twitch account as well or whatever but the prime example that you know some people are saying and i've heard this on other various podcasts as well is that apex legends there's been some debate. If you guys remember, Apex Legends was huge when it first came out the first month or two. Now, mm-hmm. there's been some evidence pointed out that there while probably wasn't, it probably was a mixture, obviously, of hype of a new game, streamers, obviously, sh- big streamers streaming the game, obviously. But then, um, you know, there has been some pretty high evidence that a lot of the, v- about 50% of those viewers did come from embedded streams where apex where ea embedded this stream on all their wikis that they owned or you know even just like you even we even see this to be honest i i've even seen this recently the battle.net desktop launcher it has a thing Mm -hmm. where it shows a featured content creator and their stream will autoplay on the battle.net desktop app Mm -hmm. even overwatch league will autoplay that counts as a view if you guys have right. your Battle.net desktop app, but then yeah, the streams streams were embedded as well on the EA Origin launcher. Were embedded mm-hmm. on third-party websites, um, you know, that were affiliated with EA or own or websites owned by EA, and that's why there was a huge bump in viewership of Apex Legends. Then probably they only did it for a month. That was their advertising budget. Also, big streamers moved on from it, whatever, because their sponsorships were done, and boom, the game kind of dropped. I think believe eighty percent. Of viewership wow. within the first month, and now has just kind of steadily been at the same type of viewership. But it is mm-hmm. interesting because it is it is technically legal. You know, it is. Yeah, yeah it, I, it's I think, it's just weird.
1: It's very weird. Yeah, just it, it's very weird because it seems like everybody involved is, has had this sort of agreement where like you know they they are agreeing to do this. No one's right. being left out. Like with traditional view bots your advertisers are being left out because those are not actual people they right you're they going through a third party
0: website want... you're making fake accounts yeah. they're typing yeah, random you know, jar garbage yeah it's very obvious twitch,
1: yeah twitch doesn't necessarily make any money off of that and so like yeah of course that's like wrong for for many people involved but the I mean, the key well,
0: point is twitch it's... isn't making money from that that's your that's yeah, the key exactly. thing the takeaway you know
1: yeah, 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 exactly. And so, like, with these, like, could actually say that you know everybody's benefiting from this, which is kind of weird to say.
0: Yeah, and it's and it's legal. Not that I'm advocating for it, but I'm just saying it is legal. You will not get your Twitch account banned for doing something like this, which I think is very interesting. Right, right. Um, I, I think even for us, I believe, um, you know, we got an email a couple of weeks ago, but apparently, we our web our stream also is embedded on like a website. An asian like website asian podcasting website yeah I heard which is kind this. which is kind of weird too as well where they post our episodes so i don't care they're posting our links so shout outs to you guys and it's cool <laughs> but you should have just told me that if anything or whatever but apparently our stream was embedded for like one or two times at the very beginning of our career or whatever which might explain why we even had a boost we had like i don't know our first couple of episodes we had like a ton of viewers like yeah it was, was really weird to... like we had almost triple digits I wouldn't know what this site is. Yeah, so I mean <laughs> even curious. for us somebody did it to us and we didn't necessarily like ask permission for it or something like that. So that was kind of interesting as well. But I mean just getting back to I guess the topic. I know we kind of like straight away from it like we always do with all of our topics, mm-hmm. which I love mm-hmm. about this podcast. Yeah. But I mean, sitewide currency bot. Yeah, like I said, I don't, you know, that's my biggest concern is that it's going to inflate the viewership of certain streamers by a ton as well as small streamers as well. And seeing people who I know personally who have moved to Mixer, they f- they feel it's it's a double-edged sword. You know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. So here's the thing with Mixer, you're not able to add At the time I talked to my friend, you weren't able to add stream elements and allow that to have a currency bot and have the mixer currency bot at the same time. You had to use the mixer currency bot. So Mm -hmm. for a lot of my friends, it was like, "Ah, I don't like it because I get eight to nine viewers and then a bunch of people leave once they can't get double points anymore. So my viewership's always fluctuating. But then I have those five or six viewers who are always in the stream, always there. I don't want to screw them out of currency. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I have to keep it on. Because right. if I turn it off, there's no alternative.
1: Yeah, it kind of sucks. It's like right. Well, if you have those viewers, I mean, maybe they're there for for reasons other than you know earning earning uh, embers or whatever it is.
0: Right. Sparks. Sparks. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I get confused with all <laughs> the different no, currencies. I, and stuff. I, I, I do too like... as well. So but, um, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know how you feel, but like in general, what do you think is gonna happen? Like, I I think I'll I think me personally. I think I'll, I'll uh I'll think I'll utilize it and just see how it is. I don't think that my viewership will boost a lot, but it will be interesting. Um, you know, one of the things that I've been, you know, one of the things on the Twitch front page as well as there is a section now on the front page that's like watch smaller streamers. I wonder if this currency, you know, once this currency bot gets launched and if it is a site-wide feature, this is going to be something that's going to be heavily advertised to all of mm-hmm. Twitch. So I wonder if there will be like a little section that's like, hey, by the way, if you watch a new streamer that you haven't followed before, or if you watch a streamer that has a lower viewership, you will earn more points. Here's some recommendations for us. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's almost like I'm forced to use it, even if I don't want to, because even if I don't want to, it screws me out of my current viewers that come here and watch me play or watch this podcast, you know?
1: Yeah, I just had a thought. What Go. if Twitch actually uses this as a way to create, like, an, like, to monetize it again by saying, hey, let's sell channel points to viewers. Depends on what the, um, the Twitch streamer actually does with them, but it could be like another system. could be like existing alongside bits, like mm. we'll buy, buy a package of uh, these channel
0: points in order to interact with a stream in some way. Uh, maybe. I mean, I could definitely see that. I don't know if it will go that far. I know that on Mixer. Um, so on Mixer, if I were to look at their viewer currency bots as well, you do earn a so a follow watching every five minutes, you get a hundred points. Following, you get five hundred, which is basically twenty-five minutes worth of points. Subscribing, you get twelve thousand points. So it might just mm-hmm. be pushing people to subscribe because that's a lot of points—twelve thousand—where every sure. five minutes you get. Five a hundred points, and then mm-hmm. also um, gifting subs. Each gift you give, twelve thousand points. Mm-hmm. So if I, I don't know if they'll even sell. I don't even know if they will. I don't even think they will need to subscribe or sell points directly like bits. I think mm-hmm. all they're gonna do is they're gonna incentivize a way to gift subs
1: okay because you know someone's gonna
0: gift 100 subs and boom instantly that's what twelve thousand times times 100 like boom instant like 120k points instantly i think they'll push more for that because i think the gift i think for me personally what i've been seeing is twitch has been throwing thing ideas at the dartboard to contain to keep the money flow into twitch right we've talked about this Mm -hmm. before donations no one donates almost anymore it's very rare most people are doing bits Or Mm gift subs. But even bits now? Super rare. What's the new meta right now? Gifting subs. That's the (laughs) moneymaker, right? That is the moneymaker. And I think they'll just keep pushing that. Incentivizing to... For people to gift to their own to like content creators or whatever yeah it's it's totally brilliant in a way it's like we've talked like not, an hour about yeah. this like we've talked like four hours about the subject but gifting subs is like the smartest thing that twitch has ever done like monetarily oh, geez, like so the streamer good. for sure gets the money pretty uh, most of the time it helps it helps the community out and you feel like part of the community helping people <laughs> out because you're not just throwing money at the streamer you're helping the streamer monetarily and also you're helping the community community yeah. out as well you yeah, know totally. what i mean you it, feel like... it, yeah so i think that's what this view viewer channel bot will probably do is push people to get more subs i don't know if it will necessarily be pay to win per se yeah i mean like you just you just
1: definitely feel like you not only are a part of the community but you feel like you're donating to a charity almost like you feel good like you've you've given your time to something like a greater cause or something like that yeah and it, it really like just hits you in that right spot
0: and right. it's the smartest thing
1: that twitch has ever done i totally agree with you
0: yeah just like from so many things but uh i don't know man it it will be interesting to see like where this twitch channel bot will be used i know like i said it will probably be something that you will be able to disable um you know please at least let me have like full customization over this bot as in don't let it just be an all or nothing thing where i turn it off or i don't turn it off you know if this Mm -hmm. thing does come if if there's a way where i can turn on this bot but then i don't have stupid dual you know what i mean dual or gambling commands in my stream i'll utilize it sure we'll see what happens Mm -hmm. i don't think much will change but you know i'll use it but if it's something where i have to have that stuff on i'm not going to use it i hate i absolutely hate when streamers use those type of bots or whatever Mm -hmm. especially when i'm like trying to talk to someone in chat or just kind of try to talk i've noticed in those streams i've even watched some mid-sized streamers and i think i know i think you know who i'm talking about where i've tried to watch her stream and you try to like talk to her or talk to people in the chat and you can't because mm-hmm. the bot's taking up like 50 lines of text <laughs> or whatever and it's kind of ridiculous you know what i mean yeah yeah so
1: or like it's spamming emotes like all across the screen like there's an explosion of stuff <laughs> um like it's
0: cool but like if i'm there for the gameplay or whatever like that i don't really need to see all those effects right right exactly um but yeah, I mean, anyway, I think that's going to probably wrap it up for this episode. I think we've been going on for a while now about those two topics. So I think that was that's mm-hmm. a pretty good time to end it as well. Maybe we'll do a deep dive into Maybe we'll do another mini cast or something this week if we have any ideas come to us or whatever. <laughs> but um, anyway, just wanted to say before we go, um, once again, just really quickly wanted to remind you guys that we are pushing back the stream recording time of the podcast to... About 9 p.m. 9:30 p.m. PST on Mondays from now on instead of 8 p.m 8:30 p.m. PST due to uh, you know personal uh, personal things in my life with my daughter going back to school. Um, It's just harder. It's obviously, I don't want to just put her to bed early one day a week so I can stream earlier for you guys. Sorry, I have priorities. So that does mean that the (laughs) podcast will be out on YouTube, Spotify, et cetera, et cetera, a little bit later, but it shouldn't affect anything. If you guys have just started listening to us during the summer, which most of you guys have, (laughs) I feel like, (laughs) um, you know, we usually do. Before the summer, we usually did do a nine to nine thirty PM PST. Um, secondary announcement: Before we end the podcast, we are still looking for people to uh, to join us as co-hosts. So if you or Pixel know each other as well, like if we both know each other, we're mutual friends or whatever, please shoot us an email no content, uh, no content podcast at gmail.com or DM me or Pixel on Twitter. Uh, this is an open audition, like we've mentioned before. Please, we need to at least have known you, talk to you regularly and stuff like that as well. Um, so, you know, so that it's not as awkward. <laughs> but uh, yeah, besides that, anyways, uh, where can uh, we find you, Pixel? Uh, you can always find me down below, twitch.tv slash pixel underscore pusher 101 awesome and you can always find myself on twitch twitter or instagram at ryan kubo or you can find us on youtube youtube.com slash s-h-i-g-e-o-s twitch tv that's shigeos twitch tv as well anyway guys thanks for hanging out with us uh until next monday we will catch you guys later peace see you guys